SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia. Are you working on improving your English skills? Learning English can serve as both a requirement for your Australian student visa and a pathway to future academic plans in the country. It also has the potential to enhance your career prospects or serve as a personal goal. Once you've established why you want to study, how long you want to study and how much your studies are going to cost, then you need to look at course options. My name is Maram Smail, and in this episode we discuss the various study options and informal learning opportunities available to help you overcome obstacles and polish your English skills. English fluency can be challenging to master, and we all know how difficult it is to understand Australian pronunciation and expressions. Therefore, new speakers face many communication barriers. Marcella Aguilar is a volunteer tutor coordinator with the Adult Migrant English Program, funded by the Australian Government Department of Home Affairs. She says fear of making mistakes can be the most significant barrier. So when someone arrives in a country, they might be too old. They feel they've been out of the education system for so long. They have no previous schooling, so they have no learning strategies understanding a new culture. There's a barrier there with people having that fear of making mistakes, sounding silly. People don't care if you make mistakes. Language is for communicating and people just want to hear the message. You will only get better and better the more you use the language. Alison Linen is the director of studies at Langport's English Language College. She says while we improve our English through daily life interactions, there is a strong argument for people to learn formally. I think they get a much more solid foundation of English. They get a lot more confidence in their English to be able to go out and integrate into the daily life of Australia. I think just coming without any formalized English training, they're coming with bad habits, they're coming with low levels of English. Getting more of a formalized English training sets them up very well for future jobs, for future integration and for future studies. Some new migrants may be required to provide evidence of their English proficiency depending on their visa. The Australian government recognizes many English language tests for visa applications. Some of these recognized certificate courses are the International English Language Testing System (IELTS), Cambridge English Advanced (CAE), and the Test of English as a Foreign Language (TOEFL). and they are all offered by universities, TAFEs, private colleges and language centers. Hester Mostert is an English language instructor. She says understanding your end goal is crucial when confronted with these various options. Once you've established why you want to study, how long you want to study and how much your studies are going to cost, then you need to look at course options. For example, students who are here for travel and fun, you probably want to look at general English courses. Some students want to graduate at their universities back home, so they're looking at places that offer TOEIC and IELTS. For more long-term options, there are schools that offer pathway programs to TAFEs or to universities. 
There are specific requirements for those on student visas. For example, students must be enrolled in a language school with at least 20 hours of face-to-face classes per week. Some language schools offer pathway programs where students study English before moving directly into further studies. Other courses are designed to help you prepare for English proficiency tests. Alison Linen again. Different countries require different certificates. For example, if they're looking at changing visas or going to university, a lot of them will need an IELTS certificate. So we will train them in IELTS so that they have the techniques and skills to be able to sit that IELTS test. The Cambridge certificates, a lot of European countries require that English certificate to go back to their country and into their universities or be promoted within their industries. And the Asian countries usually require the TOEIC certificate. Across Australia, the Australian government runs an adult migrant English program which can help adult migrants and humanitarian entrants to improve their English language skills. Marcella Aguilar carefully matches participants with tutors as part of the Adult Migrant English Program Volunteer Tutor Scheme. So they provide not only language tuition, but also friendship and encouragement to people who are sometimes very isolated. They help them with developing connections with the community. So someone who's sitting out there listening, thinking, I'm at home, I don't have language, I'm scared to speak English when I go out, I can't access services. Having a tutor to assist them with their individual learning needs is something that can really transform people's lives. You can meet at home the library, or in a public space for one-to-one support. I would encourage everyone who's sitting out there to pop into their local Navitas Skill Futures College, speak to our bilingual staff and see if they're eligible for the program. Then if they're eligible, have an assessment and access a tutor. Tutors are the cheerleaders that will tell them, you can do it. I'm here beside you to support you every step of the way. Practicing is the best way to improve your English. So why not be inventive? Miss Aguilar offers her three top tips. Watch teletext television. All programs have subtitles so they can listen, become accustomed to the Aussie accent. That's really one that people struggle with. And some people who are even very high level still struggle with understanding Australian common accent when they first arrive. That's a really great way to watch teletext TV and picking up Australian idioms and expressions, which are really important as well. Secondly, look at the free educational apps available for learning English. These apps can be valuable tools to supplement your language studies and provide convenient access to language learning resources. Duolingo is fantastic because the person can set their home language as the language of instruction. Bits Board is wonderful for vocabulary practice. It's very colourful and engaging. Osphonics is great for people particularly who are having pronunciation issues. Book Creator is terrific where people can make electronic books. So even a very low-level person can take an image and create a book about their family with just one or two words on each page, even if they have no literacy. Miss Aguilar's third tip is to engage with audiobooks. Listening to audiobooks can be an excellent way to improve your English language skills as it allows you to practice listening comprehension and pronunciation while enjoying captivating stories or valuable content. They're looking at the language and they're also listening to someone read it at the same time. So they can hear the pronunciation, the rhythm and music of the language. They're looking at grammar without realizing it, 
and all the little pesky prepositions like to, at, in, for, which are very hard to learn. And they'll learn lots of new vocabulary as well. Explore free online learning tools such as those offered by the ABC and SBS. SBS Learn English will help you improve your English while learning about Australian culture through videos, articles and podcasts. It's also vital to get offline and into the community. Ms. Mostert's top tip is to avoid self-checkouts at the supermarket. That's an opportunity for you to... to practice small talk. So it comes with the idea of practicing anywhere, everywhere that you can. Even when you hop into the Uber, that's 15, 20 minutes of English language practice that you can have. So don't be on your phone. Try to engage that person. Use that opportunity as best as possible. Another valuable piece of advice is to join and actively participate in community and volunteer groups, supporting activities and hobby groups. It fosters language practice and meaningful connections. Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained. Written and produced by Melissa Campagnoni and hosted by me, Madame Smaïl. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS Audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.